Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you for joining me again today as I continue talking about Thanksgiving. I talked yesterday, I began with uh, talking about uh, George Washington's Thanksgiving speech about Thanksgiving. I know we're not in Thanksgiving season, but I know one thing. George Washington, even back then, said, we need to thank Almighty God, the creator of the universe, for what he's given us, what he's doing in our lives. Things don't go perfect. I know that, folks. And certainly right now in our world, things aren't going perfect, and I certainly know that, too. But let's start with prayer. Lord, thank you for the day. Thank you for the listeners, and God bless them. Lord, may we thank you. I don't care what the circumstances are, even how bad they are. God, you are there. You have promised to always be with us, and Lord, we count on that promise. Thank you for seeing us through, and Lord, may the things we go through create growth in our lives, that we'd be stronger and better people because we stood firm on the foundation of Jesus Christ that's been laid out from the beginning of time. God, talk to us, show us, lead us, inspire us, and may we praise your holy name in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, I want to tell you this. Never allow the world to de- to speak defeat into your life. I have a good friend of mine. His name is Mel, and he, he is one of the most positive men that walk the planet, and he's always telling me to stay positive. If I start saying something negative or I start thinking, oh, we don't have a chance here, this and that, and he said, don't speak it. Speak victory. Speak victory. He's done it his whole life, and he's been a very successful man, and God has used him, and he's used him in my life in a big time. But Paul is very straightforward to the church at Philippi. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, uh, probably the, one of the most famous scriptures in the Bible, Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Again, as we talked about yesterday, the little word, A-L-L, all, he says, I can do all things. There's nothing too great that I can't do because God gives me strength. I can walk and talk with him and know that he's there with me. We either believe the word of God, folks, or we don't. And we don't, I'm sorry, man, we're going to live a miserable life, and this is only the beginning. That's why it's so important that we as believers proclaim to a lost world that Jesus Christ is Lord and will lift you up. And I pray today that you know Jesus Christ. Maybe there's somebody listening today who says, well, Pastor, I don't know where I'm at with God. Well, you can know. You can claim and share today, today that I believe in you, Jesus. I believe you're coming again. I believe that you went to the cross for me, and I believe you died for my sins, and I believe you will forgive my sins and forgive my sins today. And Lord, I pray today is a new start for me. And folks, if you pray that prayer, you will have a new start. You will begin a new life, a life in Jesus Christ. You don't have to worry about tomorrow. You don't have to worry if, if if you see Jesus coming in the clouds that you are ready because you've accepted him as Lord and Savior. You prayed that prayer. Remember the thief on the cross, the one who lived away from God his whole life. And that day, the day on the cross and Jesus there, he turned to him and said, Jesus, remember me. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise or today you will be with me in heaven. You because you believed and you asked, people of God, please, please help others know and help lead others to Jesus. A simple prayer. Just ask people if you can say a simple prayer with them. Have them follow you in the prayer and just ask the Lord to forgive their sins and to come in their lives. And if they accept that, you have helped change a life for Jesus. See, the world is watching. The world is listening to you and I. 
You and I have a forum. You and I have a grandstand. I know some people say, oh, as a pastor, you know, you get to speak to 600 people every single week and people get to hear you. Yeah, many of those people, guess what? are Christians. They're already believers. There's a handful that aren't that come. But my hope is, and my goal is for all of us pastors that pastor churches that many people are believers, that we're teaching our people to go out and make a difference. Can you imagine if the 600 people we have on a Sunday would go out in one year, they'd win one to the Lord? One year, one person. Well, what is that? Then you have it 1,200. Okay, same thing next year, 1,200, 24, 48, 96, 19,200. 38,400, 76,800, and so on and so forth. We have an opportunity to lead people. We can change the world, people. We can change the world. Be aware what comes from your lips. What are you saying? What are you proclaiming? Are people seeing Jesus in your life? Or is Jesus even a part of your conversation? Is Jesus even a part of who you are? Oh, but I work at a Christian organization. I do all these things. Well, that's nice. Where are you at with Jesus? Are you walking with him? You know, there's pastors and pastors. Probably shouldn't be pastors because they struggle with their walk with God. Boy, we better, we need, we, man, we need to be leaders. People working in Christian places, we need to certainly be an example. I work at a radio station here. Our people need to be an example to work here. Uh, other, there's uh, organizations all over the city. People need to be an example. You know, we're standing up for Jesus. We're representing him. How many parents have said something like they wish their kids would have heard? It's like the story of the little boy who goes up to the pastor after the service and tells him, when I grow up and get a job, I'm going to give you some money. The pastor pats the little boy on the head and says, that's awfully nice of you, but why, why would you want to do that? The boy replies, because when you were preaching, I heard my daddy whisper to my mommy, that's the poorest preacher I've ever heard. Well, anyway, you get the story. You get the hint. You get the idea. I'm sure there's a lot like that. And of course, you took that a different connotation. And I'm sure there's been sermons I've preached that somebody came in and said, wow, well, man, I don't know why I came to that church. I need to go somewhere and hear somebody good, you know. I need to go over to a Heritage Bible and hear Jim Harris because that guy's a teacher. I can tell you that. He can teach her the best of them. I have a friend that my daycare director goes over to Heritage and uh, and him and her and I both talk about how what a great teacher Jim is. But there's, we all, you know what? Everybody has strengths. Everybody, and, and we just want to build on those things and we want to be able to uh, share the word of God with people and touch lives. My, uh, my former pastor, Pastor uh, Brian Seidel, is at the uh, Oregon Trail Church of God in Caldwell. I'm telling you what, he's turning into quite a preacher and the church is growing and doing great things because he's sharing God's word. Jesus isn't just a word you say from time to time, folks. It's a life, lifestyle. You know, it's, it's how you live. But Jesus needs to be lived in our life. He needs to be, touch others' lives through us. You know, I'm telling you what, you can have a great ministry if you allow God to use you. But first, you have to be willing. You have to get beyond those things that cause you to uh, stand back. You know, First Peter uh, chapter 2, verse 12 says, Live in uh, such good lives among the pagans, and that's sinners, that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. Live such good lives amongst those in the world that don't know him. Live in such a good life that though they may accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits. A great way to show thanks to the Lord is to 
is by the way you live. You've heard years ago they had a, a program that's called Lifestyle Evangelism. What does your lifestyle hold? I've talked about this a lot with my daughter. I said, honey, what are you proclaiming? What are people seeing in your life? Are they seeing Jesus? Do they know without a shadow of a doubt you're a child of the king? And I want people to know. I don't want people to question. I wonder if he's a Christian or not. There shouldn't be any doubt in their minds that we're a Christian, that we walk with the Lord, that we're in touch with him. I think it's huge. We need to be a light in a dark world. Right now we're in a world around us that is in chaos and sin is abounding everywhere. Murders are happening rapidly. People are going against the law, doing things wrong. It is a a rapid decline, and all we do is sit around and judge everybody instead of showing them the love of Jesus and speaking Jesus into their lives. I appreciate those on TV and those around that continue uh, to speak Jesus, and I think that we've got to do that, and as Christians, we've we've got to lead the way. We've got to be in the forefront of that. We find this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 through 16, the Beatitudes. We see Jesus saying this, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Well, that's certainly like a if you're in a cabin that you have to have a candle. If you don't have a candle lit, it's very dark. But when you light that candle, suddenly it illuminates the room. Suddenly you can see. But if you put a bowl over the top of it, guess what? The light goes out. People, we've got to live like there's no bowl on our life, that we are a flame for Jesus. We're a flame that stands up for the things of God, that we are not letting the world dictate to us what to do, how to think, and how to do it. We need to live by God's word and God's holy word, and no matter what happens, no matter what we're going through, we stand firm on the promises of Almighty God because he has incredible things in store for those who are willing to stand firm. I'm seeing many people stand firm. I'm seeing many people have a greater understanding of Jesus Christ in the last three months. I'm having people very concerned about who they are in Christ, and I'm so glad. And, folks, if it takes that to wake people up, so be it, because we need people to understand this world isn't going to pass away. This world is going to go away, and we're going to go either to heaven or to hell. We're not going to no middle ground. We're not going to go on the stand on a fence and, and lean one way or the other. We're going to be in one place or the other. We're going to spend eternity with God or eternity without God. Every single person on the planet and those that have already gone before us will be spending eternity with him or without him. Why would anybody take a chance? We have got out in our lives. We have thrown out holiness. The holiness movement has just gone out the window because people don't want to be holy anymore. They want to do whatever they can do. They don't want to be told what to do. They just want to uh, make their own decisions instead of living by the Word of God. Folks, do not stray from God's Word. God has powerful things in store for you. You be the salt, and you be the light of the world. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for all the listeners God, if there's any out there listening today that are not living this way, that they are not the light of the world, Lord, they're not showing you, they're not proclaiming you, in the name of Jesus, come into their lives and and help them to grow. 
We love you. We give you thanks. In Jesus' precious name I pray. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.